I realized that the title of this week's article is a little bit edgy, but let's be honest, at the end of the day, coaching is all about getting shit done, right? So to get there, I want to make a distinction for you um, today between efficiency and effectiveness and say that efficiency and effectiveness are not the same. Understanding the distinction between these two words makes all the difference if our goal is to create more impact with our time, not just check off boxes on our to-do list. So efficiency is a how and effectiveness is a what. When we are acting efficiently, we're cultivating our ability to do things successfully and without waste. This is a good thing. Most of us are remarkably efficient as we move through our days. Even, even those of you who complain, I'm telling you, you are still incredibly efficient. We've become so masterful at multitasking that we can regularly get more tasks done while spending less of our most precious resource, which of course is time. If we were machines, we'd be considered excellent in efficiency compared to say 50 or really even 10 years ago. Effectiveness, on the other hand, is a result and it has to do with our power to produce an effect. Given all the things we do in the course of a day, are we producing the exact effect and impact we desire? That's really the question we want to look at in our lives. Efficiency is a valuable skill, one we absolutely need to develop and deploy in different areas of life. If I wasn't consistently growing my ability to be a more efficient runner, for example, I could never complete long distance uh, races. Training my body to drink, to eat, continue to function at a high level while moving at a steady clip on rough terrain takes a level of efficiency without which I couldn't partake in ultramarathon races. Most working parents can do so many things at once that they are truly, truly a wonder to watch. I'll never forget how when my son was three years old and I had just opened the Saint Laurent Boutique on Rodeo, I used my lunch break every single working day for two straight years to drive the seven minutes it took to get home. I would play with him and lie next to him in my full work attire, pretending to nap until I heard the blessed cadence of his breath, indicating he was asleep. I would then quietly sneak out of the room and drive back to work while hurriedly eating lunch in the car. I hear you judging my parenting and believe me, I agree with you. If I'd known better at that time in my life, I would have done better. If any client of mine behaves in the, in the way I was behaving 16 years ago, I would help them find much more intelligent and effective solutions to the problem of a toddler who refuses to nap without mom by his side. But I didn't and I prefer to learn from those experiences and use them to better my clients' lives rather than give in to the harmful habit of rumination and the shame spiral that inevitably follows that. You see, most of our are already very efficient. That's the point I'm making here. And I'm not wanting you to become less so, but rather to begin living the truth that high efficiency does not equal high effectiveness. Let me say that again. 
high efficiency does not equal high effectiveness. And of course, the opposite is true as well. Highly effective and impactful people may not be seen by the world at large as, as multitasking wizards. On the contrary, from the outside, they look so relaxed while challenged by the same external circumstances as others that they appear less ambitious. This couldn't be further from the truth. They are the most audacious, relentless, and focused people I know. And consider the trade-off between doing more and doing better a no-brainer. To be effective, really effective, we need to slow down to doing the following work, which you can attempt on your own, but is always more fruitful with a professional. Number one, identify your top three life buckets three to five life buckets. Next, get clear on the difference between commitment and intention. The third step, make a commitment to actions that deposit in your life buckets. Let go of the rest of the habitual behaviors that would draw from your buckets without ever depositing. By the way, the life buckets exercise is hyperlinked to the actual blog in case you're listening to this um, and you don't have the blog in front of you. Number four, put in guardrails that'll keep you on purpose every single day. Number five, go pro with your calendar. I don't care how spontaneous you are. There is no getting around this step if you want to live life as an effective leader, parent, and human being. Number six, Create a not-to-do list and give yourself permission to keep it dynamic, adding to and subtracting from it as life transforms. And lastly, get all the support you deserve while you let go of the unrealistic ideal of life balance and instead aim for life integration. All of these seven steps are hyperlinked to practices uh, which I offer to help you actually take these from ideas into action in your life. This work is meant to be done over months, not days. Be kind, patient, and committed. Ensure you are sourced and supported. You can do this.